Hi again, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. I'm Scott Agnes. We got another special edition for you here today. We're currently in the Pacers gift shop in Dunkin' Donuts and Banker's Life Fieldhouse, and I'm joined with a Pacer fan from thousands of miles away. I'm talking about Aaron Emer, who many Pacer fans may recognize online from Twitter, very active on there as well. Well, he's from Bristol, England. Was it about two hours, you said, from London? Yeah, so Roughly. two hours west of, yeah. I guess to start out, Aaron, talk to me about your fandom with the Pacers. How did you become a Pacers fan? Uh, I became a fan completely by accident um, when I was uh, about 16, 17 years old. So April 2004, um, I uh, I went on a family vacation. Um, my, uh, my mom was uh, get, getting married in Vegas, uh, so we went there and... Um, one night in a hotel room, I f- flicking through the TV channels, put on mm-hmm. a basketball game, and uh, said to myself, "Whoever wins this game, I'll follow that team." Um, now, had you ever watched basketball before? I'd, I'd watched some basketball. Okay. It, it's difficult to follow because of the time difference. Um, but being in the US at that point, it was a lot easier to to, to catch a game, sort of by accident. Um, so I just said, whoever wins this game, I'll follow them. I wasn't expecting to get into it as much as I did. I expected it was just one of those cases where I'd say, that's my team. They're doing well or they're doing badly or, or whatever. But uh, 12 and a half years later or so, I'm, I'm here and it's taken over as my favorite sport, favorite uh, interest, hobby, all of that sort of stuff. Favorite sport overall? Yeah. So it, um, That's surprising from someone over there, right? Where it's football. Of course, football, soccer, um, yes. whichever you want to refer to it to. Uh, yeah, so it's it's sort of it's overtaken that quite quite easily now. Um, uh, I, I was playing football when I was a kid, um, soccer. Sorry, um, but um, but yeah, uh, I, I watch a lot more basketball now than I do than I do that, and uh, it just it, it just it's just gradually built up through the years. So when I, when I got back from the US um, on that trip back in back in '04. Um, I just searched for uh, basketball within Bristol, and I ended up start playing for a, playing for a local team and, and oh, stuff like okay. that, that. That a little bit. Like, so was it like a local gym or was it like real competition? Uh, it, it w- it's not the competition you've got here. Um, high school and college basketball here that does not exist over in England at all. Really? Um, what are it, most high school students doing? Anything? Th- there, there are high school and college sports, but. They don't pull crowds. There is zero crowd. The only people that will turn up are friends and a few family. Family and friends. Like you won't you won't hit three figures in terms of audiences that turn up for those wow. games. See, um, this is enlightening to me. This is a location, London, England, yeah. especially when it comes to Wimbledon specifically. But this is this is a trip I'd like to do. So I'm curious about yeah. the culture and what it is like over there and how someone like you became a Pacer fan. Now, do you remember what back in 2004 who the Pacers were playing that day? Yeah, it was uh, it was in. April 2004 it was against the New Jersey Nets at the time um, so uh, okay. they won that game by 10 and uh, and the rest is history so you had what maybe J.O. Um, it, it was it Tinsley was, yeah, so Stephen Jackson Ron Artest that bunch uh, Al Harrington was around Al Har- okay um, so it was uh, I think the starting lineup at that point was uh, Jamal Tinsley Reggie Miller uh, Ron Artest Jermaine O'Neal and Jeff Foster um and the very next season, uh, things collapsed a little bit um, on the court against Detroit. Sure. So, um, so I stuck with the team anyway. 
And uh, that had to make it even more challenging, right? Because those next five, seven years. Oh yeah. To put it lightly, were throwaway years. Yeah, it was something I, I wasn't expecting to happen. It's something I hadn't seen happen in sports before, um, and I've been watching watching soccer for years. Um, so for that to to happen, I'm wondering if this is any sort of regular occurrence in basketball. It, it, it mm-hmm. can't be. Um, but um, no, I think anyone anyone in England, generally Europe, um, once you pick once you pick a team and you've decided this this is your team and you followed them for for any certain period of time, that loyalty doesn't change. Um, like I've being around here, it's very strange for me to see people from Indianapolis supporting a team that isn't the Pacers. I think, and if we're talking basketball specifically, I think just more than ever, especially NBA, it's yeah. becoming an individual yeah. supportive group, to, so to speak. So you like Steph Curry. You may not like the Warriors, yeah. but you like Steph Curry. And before you like Durant, and so you like the Thunder. Mm. Maybe you're a Carmelo fan, so you like New York. But is anyone outside of New York really a Knicks fan? I don't think so. Yeah, there's, that, that's really strange for me to see because that doesn't happen at all like i've followed uh, my local my local team for my entire life in terms of soccer um so to come over here and um well when, when it was a case that the brawl happened in yeah. De- in detroit that that night um there was no question that i was just going to s- switch allegiance to another team or anything like that it was just uh, uh, i much much enjoy being there through the struggle so that when those highs happen You've been there throughout. All it, of it. It's one of those that that's proving your loyalty. If yeah. you're there from, if you're not there yeah. during those bad times, you don't deserve me. It's, it's easy enough to sw- <laughs> to switch from team to team, but right. Um, why? I, I, I don't, there's too many questions at why you'd want to do that um, and just constantly uh, celebrate winning a, a team that's winning, but you don't. Your heart's not. You're not really invested. There. Your heart's not there. You're not truly yeah. invested in that yeah. team. You don't know as much about it. Now, did you face a lot of backlash, maybe from friends, for supporting the Pacers, either just because it's a small market team, or because you went through those bad years when they weren't winning and having successful playoff seasons? Uh, not many people I know have heard of the Pacers, so they don't even care. Just no. oh, okay, cool. There's not many people that have heard of the Pacers. So when when uh, when people find out that I, I follow basketball. Um, and I tell them that my team is uh, Indiana Pacers. They tell me they've heard of uh, the Lakers and um, the the other big market teams. Probably Lakers, Knicks, Knicks Chicago because of Michael Jordan. Spurs as well. Um, but yeah, so they've all heard of those teams. And they t- I've never heard of the Pacers. Who are they? They, Every now and again, I'll meet somebody who has heard of them and stuff. And, and that, that's generally quite surprising to be able to have a conversation with someone about about that team because before coming here I've never actually met a Pacers fan in real life um, wow. so I've been here I think this is day 15 now that I'm here and uh, um, it, it's nice to actually be able to have conversation with people that are as passionate about the team as, as I as I have been so is it fair to assume if you're a basketball fan casual basketball fan from England you're probably following one of the big teams to the, it's the Lakers to the it was the Miami Heat maybe now uh, it's the Cavaliers. Yeah, so uh, I've got uh, there's some people I know back back uh, back home, and there's a there's a Lakers fan I work with. There's a unfortunately for him a 76ers fan. Oh, um, I feel bad for that guy. <laughs> yeah, um, wow. he was originally a, a, a Seattle fan, but uh, but after that all changed, he picked out Allen Iverson and, and a lot of, yeah, a lot F of those Seattle fans 
because they moved, they said, all right, I'm done with you guys. Mm. I'll move on, rather than staying with OKC. That's, a, that's another thing we don't get in England is, uh, is franchises moving places. They do often? No, it doesn't they happen. They don't often. It's happened yeah. once, and that, that one team got so much backlash from it, it's now been banned, and you can't do it unless you want to get kicked out of the league and start start from the very bottom. So it's again. in the rule book, is what you're saying. It's yeah. not happening, basically. So yeah, one team did it. A team wow. called uh, a team called Wim- Wimbledon, and uh, a guy took over that team and moved them to a place called Milton Keynes, a couple of hours away. Um, and nobody was really used to that happening. Nobody was used to their team not existing anymore. At, but it sort of exists existing somewhere else. So. They actually created the fans of that original team created a new team and called them AFC Wimbledon, and okay. uh, and that team are now in the same division as the the team that moved moved elsewhere. So I gotta ask before we move on: Have you been to Wimbledon? That experience? Have you done that? No. Or any interest in doing that? No, I've never been to Wimbledon. Really? How far is that from Bristol? Uh, it's it's in London. Uh, it's, it's so two hours. It's, it's around the outskirts of London. And somewhere. you haven't been there. It's another strange, strange difference between uh, England and here. A two-hour trip in England, people generally just they don't, they don't see it as a, a short trip. A two-hour trip's a, 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 quite a journey. And so, is it like a weekend or is it a week trip? Like you're leaving for five days if you go two hours. Uh, if you go two hours, you, you you may go for a day if you're really passionate about a particular event. Mm-hmm. But to the most part, you may make a make a night of it, a couple of nights of it. Wow, like it's. Is pe- people won't not many people will take a two hour car journey to go to work or anything like that it's that's it yeah uh, that's it different just different culture it's interesting today's Saturday we're recording it between Pacer games I had a broadcast today or else I would have been I would have traveled an hour and a half for a football game yeah and not that I have any, anything of it and driven right back so spent three hours in the car yeah so it doesn't happen much over there it's uh it's, it's a really different but I guess over here the uh, the main downtown areas are are a lot more separated than we than we've got back got back home. Um, okay. So I mean, the country's England's probably smaller than most states over here. So big um, Pacer fan, and you decide to make a trip over here for mm-hmm. this fall. Conveniently, when there's a long Pacers home stand, I think eight of nine games at home, mm-hmm. and a couple Colts games. Uh, what did you want to get accomplished in this trip? I wanted to just see as much as I could. Uh, I wanted because this is a trip I've been well, I've been following the team for twelve and a half years. I've probably been thinking about making the trip for about ten, um, and in the last five, I've been thinking of it re- more seriously. Um, so I've been every season there seems to be a stand where the Pacers have got a lot of home games yep. in one area. Last season, I think they had it in February though, and it was. Um, the NFL season was finished by that point. So if I came over last season, I wouldn't have been able to catch catch any Colts games as well. Um, so th- when when the schedule was announced uh, at the start of August this season, it was a case of I'm getting up and going. It's it's happening this time around. Um, Do you have a process of saving and like, hey, this is my Pacers or Colts trip? Like, I, I got to make it happen. And to, what are you here? Three weeks. So it's, it can't uh, yeah. be. It's nothing cheap. And we know nah, that. I've, I've I've been saving anyway for future things, for, okay. for for buying a place, for any of that sort of stuff. So um, I haven't actually had to ju- dive into that too too much because the schedule announced in August, the trip happening in November. Um, there's a couple of paychecks coming in that time. So okay. So so that's helped out anyway. Um, and I've and I've been paid whilst I'm here. Um, so <laughs> that sounds beautiful. So where that, that, do I sign up? With <laughs> but the the only uh, 
the only thing I had to really think about was uh, was using how to use my uh, my holiday at work. So for the last few years, I only use about a max. I, I get about twenty five days a holiday. Okay. And so uh, for three weeks. Yeah. Four so, weeks. Yeah. So for the last four four years or so, I've only used like five days until it hits August. So from January to August, I only use like five days holiday. And when it hits August, the NBA schedule comes out. Then I can decide what to do with the rest of the holiday time that I've got. So you bank your days yep. so that you can use them appropriately to follow the Pacers, or maybe if they have a bad night one night and you're up till three in the morning, uh, I'm not going to work today. Uh, that, one of those. Uh, I, I I get up anyway. Yeah, I get up. Um, but yeah, I do stay up for a lot of late games. It happens. So, um, so what Colts games did you see? Packers. Uh, no, the Packers was just before Steelers. I came. Steelers. Steelers and Titans yeah. is what I caught when I was here, and uh, I caught the Jaguars game in London. Um, right. So um, that was a that was a strange game to watch. Uh, I did not like to see Andrew Luck hit that many times. But I was going to say you've uh, timing normally would be great with the mm. schedule and so many home games. Get catch both teams. Great weather in Indy. It's usually not this great. Yeah. I mean, we look outside, forty six degrees. Usually probably mid thirties. Okay. But Andrew Luck sits on Thursday night. Yeah. And Paul George has sat for about three of those games. Mm. Kind of upsetting, I gotta believe, right? It's it's disappointing to see uh, to to miss the opportunities to see those players um, like to to their maximum potential. Um, it's it's been a trip that I've been been waiting to make, and but no matter what, I, I'm over here and seeing the team that seeing the teams that I want to see. Um, I'm seeing some of the uh, the fringe players come through. I'm seeing Glenn Robinson yeah. come out last night, and um, and and Jeff Teague almost uh, pull a triple double in as well. But um, it would have been his first. It would have been his first. Um, but I mean, I've 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 seen Paul, I've seen a few games of Paul George. I'll see, I'll see him again in uh, in hopefully hopefully in yeah. uh, in January as well. But um, but. It, it would have been nice to see to see some more breakout performances from him and stuff like that. But it's you, you can't pre- you can't predict everything that's going to happen when there's 82 games in the season. There's 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 injuries. Injuries will happen, and especially after after a, a long Olympics as well and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm just happy to still still be here and be able to see the team. Yeah, whoever, whoever's on the court. Beyond seeing the guys, was there anything in particular you wanted to see? Whether it was the Fieldhouse or Mark Boyle or Chris Denary, who you're always hearing or uh, listening and watching to anything like that. Well, I w- I, uh, I got in contact with Chris Denary and he's actually been really really helpful in uh, trying to get Good. trying to get me to see to see a few things around the arena. Um, so um, I emailed him uh, before I came, and he um, once I got here, uh, I was able to um, to approach him. Uh, he put me in contact with a couple of people, and um, I was given a, a sort sort of mini tour of the uh, some of the areas of the arena on, onto the practice court and a couple of things like that. Um, so that was a, uh, a lady called uh, BJ Brown helping out mm-hmm. with that. Uh, so she she was a, re- a really nice lady who's uh, who's helped out quite a lot. Um, but it, it's just strange for me to actually be here and see all of the things that I've been seeing for so many years on TV. Now um, it's kind of real. It feels real. Oh, that's the shot from outside. I see it right here. You know, uh, slightly. It's slightly real now. Yeah. It's it's still it's still a bit weird to to actually be here after after the amount of time and the amount of games that I that I try and watch um so I think before coming here it was eight games into the season uh, I'd watched six of those games at home um um and missed a, only missed the two um 
despite the fact of the time difference and when they start. And What's the normal game start in London? Is it uh, like 3 in the morning? Uh, a 7 p.m. start here is a midnight start in England. Okay. Um, so, so it's doable, but not great. Yeah, like I, uh, I go to work at 8.30 each, each morning, um, and the game will probably finish at half past two. So, so I'm going off of uh, probably five hours sleep before I get up and get ready and head, head out to work. But um, I'd much rather be able to catch the game than just read a score on my phone or try and avoid the game all day long. That's, um, that's impossible yeah. nowadays. If uh, you're on social media, if you're getting emails from the team or your favorite site mm. or whatever, you just you can't have avoid it anymore yeah you have to turn off all your notifications if, if you want to to that miss too. a game um and base and if you do feel like watching a game sometime and but you turn it all back on turn it all off it's it's, it's not worth it I'd, r- I'd rather experience it live with, as well and just 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 see it see everything happen as it happens so so how physically do you follow nba or any sports over in england uh well i in terms of the NBA, um, following it is is just I don't I don't really watch games with anybody anybody else. Like okay. my, my flatmate back home is a uh, Bulls fan, so he's. What did you say? Your flatmate? Yeah. Is that your roommate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I yeah. like it. <laughs> my flatmate. Okay. He's a uh, he's a Chicago Bulls fan, so it's uh, it's good to have some discussions with him about stuff. Central um, Division. They had the back and forth in the nineties before you started following. Yeah, but um, so. I've got someone to be able to have some conversations with on a on a on a regular basis um, with uh, NFL. I don't, I don't again. I don't really know any people who are um, who I'm close to that are NFL fans. There's some people I know who who do follow it, but I'm not particularly close. So there's to just them. not many. I clearly no. It's it's. Uh, I, I I'm on my own a lot with okay. following it. It's uh, it's really an individual uh, passion for me. How about at work when you're not talking? work related what are you discussing because here it would be what the Colts did or yeah. didn't do or Paul George injury so what are your discussions is it soccer is it not related to sports is it movies uh, at, at work there's one guy the 76ers fan who uh, uh, who I can who I talk to quite regularly so we we try and do fancy basketball to, to try and okay. build, build up some interest in the in the, re- the wider league between between the two of us and stuff like that so um, I talk to him about uh, the NBA um, other than that, um, regular everyday stuff. It's okay. nothing that I'm particularly interested in. Um, so I'll spend a lot of time talking to him if, uh, um, more than anybody else, to be honest. How about as far as are you mainly consuming your sports on social media? Do you have League Pass? Do you uh, have your a favorite site, whether it's ESPN, Sports Illustrated, NBA.com? Until uh, they ruined NBA.com. But. <laughs> I've, I've got... Uh, I've, I've probably got all the applications that i can get on the phone so i've uh, okay. so i've got a bleacher rep- no iphone uh no not Sam- team iphone samsung for me um why just never had any apple products find them to be excessively overpriced um, i think we all do but they're <laughs> excessively convenient too when you can i can text from my laptop on my phone um, anyway samsung does the job it's fine um <laughs> You got that virtual virtual reality system that they keep hyping up? No, I haven't tried that. Yeah, I don't. I'm I, not done. I tried the PlayStation 4 one recently, and that was okay. But The commercial is poor because it doesn't get you to want to watch it. No. Anyways. I, th- I think 
it's it's in too early stages to really be too worried about that yeah. side of things. But um, yeah, so I've, I've I've got as many applications I can find. Uh, so the ESPNs, Bleacher Reports. Um, I get a lot of information actually through the NBA Instagram page. I find that really really helpful um, because there's uh, short short video clips, um, stats sort of showing showing Mm -hmm. how showing every night that Russell Westbrook's got a triple double. Um, James Harden did this. Yep, James Harden's leading leading assists somehow. um, That sort of stuff. So um, okay. See, I I think they have great stuff, for instance, but I also think they post way too much. Yeah. But they also got to cover thirty teams on the on days like Friday. Yeah. All 30 teams were in action. So. Yeah. And, um, but that's good to know. But then we've got, I've got, um, so YouTube on my on my PlayStation 4, so I can scroll, scroll NBA on there as well, so there's some highlights and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, the NBA application, I can watch the Pacers highlights if I feel like it, watching them back, stuff like that. The only thing that, uh, that would be really, really useful is if you could get League Pass on UK PlayStation 4s. You cannot get that. Um, and okay. I, I think you. I think you can get NBA League Pass on PlayStation Four in the US. I that think. sounds right. But I don't have PS Four, yep, no, Xbox One S, whatever, wherever they're at. But yeah, for for some re- for some reason, right now in the UK, you cannot you cannot get it on there. So um, so you so you're watching on a laptop. You have to, have to Clearly not an iPad. Plug plug a laptop into its uh, into the back of the TV with the HDMI cable sure. and uh, and run it through that. Um, it's not ideal, um, but. You got to do what you got to do to be able to catch your games. So, it it has to happen every time. How about uh, your experience overall to this point? And how many more days are you going to be here? Uh, I'm here two more days. So I'll catch the Clippers game tomorrow, and that'll be uh, my last one until uh, until the game in London in January. Um, so far, I I don't want to leave much to be honest right now. Um, when I go home, uh, I I know that. I'm just going to be going back to watching the games on TV again, and as uh, and as and as good as uh, it is to be able to watch those games and be able to catch uh, Daenerys' commentary again and stuff sure. like that, it's uh, it's not the experience of of the 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 initial how the game starts, the the whole build up of everything, the fireworks going the excitement, off, the excitement, the intro, the boomer coming down from the sky, um, all of that stuff. You don't really get to take all that in and experience that watching watching it on TV 3,000 miles away. What are your impressions uh, of this building? Because in my opinion and many others, best basketball venue in this country. Okay. So you're you're at the best in my opinion. Yeah. No, uh, the, the building is really, really nice. So, I mean, um, I got here, the day I got here, it was, it was late in the evening. The, the game against the 76 was going on, so I just watched that back where I'm staying. But the very next morning, I came up here no game on just wanting to see the building as soon as i could so um and just walking in and seeing the uh the circular um bit in the in the foyer there yeah um seeing that and the the banners hanging down and just um some of the history at the top of the stairs and you got to well, see a hickory game like as well yeah. right so i got a, a hickory game so i think that Did you get a bobblehead night too yeah yeah we got a roger brown bobblehead good um, so, um, so that was good. Just got to well. be careful traveling back with that. It yeah. comes in a nice little box, though. So yeah, I haven't taken it out of the box. You, okay, then you're, you should be good then, as long so, as you keep it in that nice box. Yeah. So th- I've been able to catch a few good games, and the, the the Cleveland game was going on. Unfortunately, LeBron missed that one. So again, oh, that's another thing. That. That's another yeah. thing that I missed uh, seeing LeBron. But um, 
Curry's Curry's a good player to watch as well. Um, the Golden State Golden State game. Um, so saw some of the best players in the league there. No matter how uh, hard it is for me to want to say that about them, and you saw Dwight Howard just dominate. The, that was uh, that was a difficult game to watch. Um, I, at one point during that game, I I said out aloud. Uh, Dwight Howard has more rebounds than the Pacers have total. Yeah, and uh, yep. and the the lady lex- next to me looked up at the the stats and went, "Oh my God, you're not lying. He actually has got more rebounds than the team." Um, but that happens in basketball. Those right. those games happen, and uh, yeah, he's a dominant player and a guy I think gets more criticism than he really deserves. I, yeah. I enjoy the hell out of watching him play. It's, yeah, I thought, it's a blast. He's dominant. He, I would love to see him play football too. Okay. Whether it's like defensive end, I don't know. Not soccer, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> American football. Correct. Uh, I think it was a struggle for him playing uh, playing with uh, James Harden and in that uh, in that environment. So yeah, he, you could say those personalities it just looked like they didn't fit together. Yeah, very well. Dwight Howard doesn't seem to get on with everybody. So again, he had struggles with Kobe and stuff like that too. Um, I'd have troubles with Kobe. I think. Uh, well, I think. Do you, what's your perspective on Kobe? What do you think about him as a player, as a person? Uh, he's, he's, he was a great player. There's no, there's no really real challenge okay. to that. He, he was a great like player, but you're either you really dislike him, the way he plays, the selfishness, or he's one of the best you've ever seen. It seems th- like you're split. There's no down the middle. You're every, one side or the other. Everyone dislikes him when when he's against you and he's scoring. Um, if if he's having a bad night, everyone's quite happy with him. He can do, it. but but if if he's scoring against you, if he's if he's um, if he's being regular Kobe, then it, there's he's regular. he's built. He, that's why people don't like him because he's good, and it's it's why people don't like uh, some of the Golden State players right now is because they've built something something really really good. Um, I don't. I'm not a particular fan of Golden State right now um, because of uh, because of everything that's happened, but. I, I can't take anything away from them and say they are not a good team. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's what builds people to dislike, dislike players and is when there is a, a, like a dominant sort of sort of team or player. So, I mean, I've got utmost respect for Kobe Bryant. I think maybe his last season was a, a difficult one to watch for for everyone. He was just cashing um, checks. That's all he was doing. He was. He was just given a, a, a free ride to take as many shots as he wanted, but uh, I think everyone will forget forget the whole of that season purely to uh, and focus on that last game against Utah, and uh, um, he'll always be remembered for going out on, on sixty. So um, no issues with Kobe. Okay. Well, now you'll also after completing this trip, you'll head home, and they're still able to see the Pacers once again in person. Not till January though, but January twelfth, again in a game against Denver over in London. Is it, will that be a cool experience, or do you feel like it's not really going to be embraced by people? Because it seems like, at least as far as the fandom over there, people are just kind of eh about the NBA. Um, I, well, when it was announced, it was announced before the rest of the NBA schedule. So for me, when that mo- when that was announced that the Pacers would, it, it came through on my phone from Bleacher Report. And it said Pacers will play in London against the Nuggets in right. January. And the excitement I had then, I'm finally going to see the Pacers. I've just, I, I've, I'm going to see the Colts. I've already got that booked. I'm going to see the Pacers in the same season too. Um, and 
I, that's all I could think about at that moment was I'm finally going to get to see him. And that was before the schedule was announced and I knew I was going to come here. Mm-hmm. But um, and, and then you guest authored a, a post on my site, vigilantsports.com, mm-hmm. about ticket sales. And it seemed like they... They were gone fast, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, so there was, it was a, it was a strange process. There was a, there was the regular ticket sale, which was on the Friday, then a pre-sale, which was on the Thursday, and a pre-pre-sale on the Wednesday, um, <laughs> which I don't know. I think they, I yeah. think they sort of marked however many tickets they were going to sell for each section. Just a way to maybe space it out, yeah. take care of a sponsor but, too. But um, each. Each day, it seemed within within thirty minutes, everything was was pretty much gone. Um, so I, re- I, w- I was reading comments on the NBA UK Facebook page, and um, there was just a lot of uh, a lot of disappointed people saying that they couldn't get t- tickets, they couldn't get tickets with people. There was only individuals left, or they tried to get some tickets, but then by the time they tried to complete a transaction, those tickets had been. Um, had, had Gone expired, or signed to someone ex- else, ex- yeah. expired basically. So it was a really difficult process. The website wasn't the website was not a quick website at all. It was it was it this was really good f- feedback for the NBA right now. It was it was clunky. It was it it wasn't it wasn't uh, an easy experience to try and get those. And it wasn't it wasn't a long period of time before the tickets went on sale that they were actually announced that there was any sort of pre-sale. Um, so, so it didn't, didn't give you much time to plan ahead? Not at or? all. So I I was planning to take the Thursday off work to be able to buy tickets. No. Yeah. I was planning to take the Thursday off dedication. work. That is dedication. And two days before that, I found that there was going to be a, the pre-pre-sale on the Wednesday. And I thought, yeah, crap. I'll take Wednesday crap, crap, now I have to try and, try and get them this way instead. Um, so... Um, the pre-pre-sale thing was for people who were customers of the um, the company that um, have got the type, the naming rights for the arena, okay. the, the O2 arena. So uh, customers of O2 can can get pre-sale, and then the Thursday tickets were people who have um, signed up to the email mailing list of the O2 arena, and then the Friday was general. Um, so, but I. So I got. I managed to get my tickets on the Wednesday. It took me three or four attempts to get tickets where I wanted to sit because they were. Um, I, I set. Um, best what was tic- your goal? Best tickets available, but was it was your goal right behind the Pacers bench or across from the benches so you could watch? You couldn't really select exactly where you wanted to sit. Okay. You could just select a price range. So you select a price range and then it just assigns you a seat and goes, this is the ticket that you are going to get if you buy this right now. And or you could take the risk and refresh. Yep, and that's it. So if you didn't, if you didn't like that ticket, you start over and you wait. You go back to the back of the queue again and just wait to see what they assign you next time around. Um, so that wasn't, that wasn't massively helpful. Um, I checked again on the ticket sales on the Friday just to see how they were going and stuff like that. And there's very, very few, few left... 30 minutes after they went on sale um, and I think um, on the Wednesday just the the early sales um, not long after they all went they went on sale so I think an, uh, so just later that evening mm-hmm. uh, I, I counted about 650 tickets were on resale already, already. Um, and that was on the Wednesday is before. the resale market big over there Two StubHub, Ticketmaster, yeah, SeatGeek. It happens. So we we get we get the same as you as you've got here. Just okay. people people on the streets trying to buy tickets, sell tickets, that sort of thing. It'll happen for, and um, I'm sh- I'm sure um, they'll make some money out of it. 
um, until until there's any sort of um, solution to try and to try and fix that, then uh, it's going to be difficult. That's, it's one of the worries I've got is that being at the game, are there going to be any empty seats because some guys bought six tickets and hasn't sell. managed to sell them all and yeah. stuff like that. But um, now, now, Aaron, did you manage to work your way around the arena here, the field house during game to get different vantage point? Or did you have kind of the same seats for every game? Uh, did you make it a point to travel around? Yeah. Uh, so I initially uh, looked at the 10 game packages to see. Uh, I was only able to attend eight, but if there was a, if there's good enough price on it, then I can I can sell those sell on two. the other two or give them to the guys I'm staying with or something like that. But um, unfortunately, I was told that if you get a 10 game package, you have to sit in the same section for every every game. Right. So um, I backed out of that and then um, just went to get individual tickets instead. So I've sat in. Uh, I've sat up. I've sat up top, I've sat in the middle, I've sat uh, behind the bench, uh, opposite the bench. Uh, so I've I've gained, gained a view around the whole arena. I wanted to be able to to, to catch a different uh, a different view view from all over the place rather than. I think that'd be cool because you see the different camera angles that you're used to seeing, mm-hmm. and then also just you see different sights. Like Larry Bird, you may really be able to focus on when you're sitting behind the team bench. And you see him with team owner Herb Simon in front of him. Mm. Any other interaction, etc. Yeah. yeah, no. So it's it, it's really good to be able to 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 see more around rather than rather than just sit in one section, because uh, I I think it, it it's been good to do that. And also I've been able to meet meet different people as well. Um, so a lot of people uh, a lot of people are really surprised by listening to when I'm speaking just turn and say where are you from and uh, um, telling, telling, telling them why I'm here no one I took the telly with my flatmate <laughs> no. sorry that was horrible <laughs> don't worry you're not the first person to try uh, an English accent while I've been here um, but uh, oh wow I'm on it Do you, how, what's your feelings of Harry Potter I've never seen it oh no Wimbledon no Harry Potter sorry no, I um, when wow. I was when I was younger, uh, t- I got twenty minutes into the first Harry Potter film and fell asleep, and I've Nine never, and never three tried quarters? again. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, um, no, it's been good. To, it's been good to see around the the arena. Um, I've I've tried to just make the make the most of it and walk around and see as much of it as I can. Um, Do you understand the Hickory concept? Does that make sense to you? Uh, I've seen the movie Hoosiers. Uh, okay. I get it. It's uh, like it was. How long ago? I, it was a long time ago I saw it. Oh, okay. So it wasn't. Time. Oh, what are these hickory things? Let me watch the movie. Uh, it's a it's a case. It's, it's a case that get, get into basketball, want to see uh, want to see loads of sports movies. Um, so that sort of thing. Um, I I think maybe it doesn't resonate as much with me as it will the people from here because there's you guys love your your uh, high school and mm-hmm. high school basketball. Yeah. And um, for me, that's something that hasn't existed until so it's a foreign concept truly is completely i mean the highest level of basketball in england um they won't get a thousand fans regularly my high uh, school averaged 2500 fans yeah so i mean for a high school game yeah. ma- maybe for maybe for a cup final or something they'll get a, they'll get a few thousand but i i wouldn't anticipate them getting any any high level of people i mean i uh, i i sit at the statisticians table um, for my local team back home and um, run the stats with another guy Um, so I'm there quite regularly and I think the maximum they can hold is about 700 and they've they've only got seats on one side of the uh, one side of Mm -hmm. the court so 
It's, it's, it's really, really different. It's just a different see. concept. Now, while you're here, have you taken the time to do anything outside this little bubble? You've obviously been to Lucas Oil Stadium for the Colts. Bankers Life Fieldhouse has been here often. Have you ventured over or have any interest in venturing over to the track and see the world's greatest race course? I went there yesterday. Yeah? Yep. So I went to the, and? Mo- I went to the Motor Speedway yesterday. I've, uh, I've walked over to the, uh, all the, the monuments and stuff like that. Um, I've tried to, tried to see as much as I know about. Um, but uh, now the ra- the racetrack was it was good to, good to go over and see that because I know that it's it, it's a very uh, it's a very big thing to Indianapolis. Yeah, it's, it's come May every year. It used to be a month long basically celebration. Yeah. Now they cut it so it's only two weeks, but still you have all your local TV or going live there every single night during yeah. those two so weeks. So it's about uh, I heard half a million people. Uh, every year, something around that. It's an estimate because yeah. they don't know exactly, or okay. at least they won't say exactly because there's really not a max because they can okay. fill the infield. Okay. Okay. No, that's. It's, it's, it seems it seems a huge event, and so I jumped on the bus and uh, went went around the track. Um, just uh, d- it was the Kiss the Bricks tour, so um, so we did. I did that with one of the guys I was staying with before he headed off. Uh, he headed off home yesterday. Um, this is one of the, by the way, I'm showing him the picture of what can fit inside of it. This is the amazing thing. So I'm showing a picture of Churchill Jones, if you've heard of that. Rose Bowl Stadium, Roman Coliseum, White House, Liberty Island, Yankee Stadium, <laughs> Vatican City. This isn't one of those. All of those can fit okay. inside of it. No, uh, on the way to, That's how big it on is. On the way to the Motor Speedway, we had a really, really good um, driver who was so passionate that got us there, who was so passionate about it. She used to work in the gift shop um, a few years ago, and she was, she was trying to tell us that as well. And uh, I didn't realize until just seeing that picture, I thought she was talking about one thing at a time. When she's when cause she said she said Yankee Stadium fits inside, I thought okay, that's 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 quite a big track then if uh, the track goes around Yankee Stadium, but no, nah, okay, that's all of those. Yeah, right. I, I know there's, it's there's like four holes of golf inside of it. <laughs> like actually, there was a whole course. No, I know there's a golf course next next to it because the um, the and part of the holes goes inside. Okay, because the people that own it own quite a lot around the surrounding area as yeah. well, don't they? So. Um, no, I've, I've I've tried to fit fit as much as I can in, so it w- it was good to get to see that um, and go down to Speedway. Um, but uh, the monument, the monuments. Uh, I went to the, the NCAA Hall of Fame as well. Um, nice. Played a bit of basketball there on my own. Yeah, the headquarters uh, right here. <laughs> yeah, so they, they there's a little court upstairs in the uh, Hall of Fame. So I uh, I threw up some terrible shots in there. Last thing I did want to hit on with you was we talked about the Pacers playing in London. Well, the Colts already did. Mm-hmm. They crapped the bed, basically. It was, a, it was yeah. not a good game, and not just from the Colts' standpoint. It was just not a pleasing game. I can't imagine what folks over there thought about American football if they just watched the Colts and Jaguars. You were there. What was that experience like? I was glad to see the team that I follow. Um, but um, it was a very, very difficult game to watch. To see Andrew Luck hit so many times, um, and it was at a point in the... Well, it's very early in the season, so there weren't many wins uh, it, behind the Colts at that point, but um, it was di- it was difficult to watch. It was frustrating to see, to, to see a team like the Jaguars uh, really just just take, take anything they wanted from the Colts on that day, but... Um, uh, the experience of the day overall was 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 really good. Something I hadn't had before to um, to be in that um, to be in that atmosphere with so many other fans of the sport. Um, 
it's been it's different to here in the um, the NFL games in London that it isn't just Colts and Jaguars fans that were going to that game. Uh, there were jerseys for every team in the NFL, so I think. And that makes sense. I feel like because no one really has a team. They may have a family connection. Mm-hmm. They don't, might have visited a, a college buddy, and he lives in Chicago, so they're a Bears fan. Mm. They might just have some kind of excuse like that, or they're a front runner and are wearing a Tom Brady Patriots jersey. Yeah. So I mean, um, it, it was strange to go to a sporting event and just see jerseys from every team in the league. I was sat next to some Jaguars fans, and I took along a, a friend of mine um, and turned him into a Colts fan for the day, at the very least. Okay. Um, in front of me were jerseys from three different teams. Now, did you? Uh, s- so here's this one. Have you seen the split jersey? So, like Peyton Manning, you have I've, half yeah. Colts, half Denver, and it's the worst thing ever created. You've seen those. We get we get a similar thing in England, which uh, gets a lot of uh, uh, bad press. Is a half and half scarves. So uh, soccer, okay. f- soccer fans will generally carry scarves of their favorite team around, but mm-hmm. people who are just going to an event, they will. Um, uh, some people on the streets will sell sort of uh, knockoff uh, scarves that are half one team, half the other, um, to to those people that are just going to a one-off game. But um, oh. the 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 actual everyday the 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 fan that are passionate the about their one yeah. team. They they see a scarf that is half Manchester United, half Manchester City. It's why would I want that? Why would I want a scarf that's going to show half of a team that I don't like um, or I don't follow? Um, so there's a similar thing. I haven't in England. We don't really get the half and half jerseys. We don't get it um, here either. I just don't know why people continue to buy them or make them. It's not a good look. I, I saw an. Um, I think it was the Titans game. I, it was a Peyton Manning half Broncos half uh, half Colts. <laughs> I, f- I figure if you're going to do a half and half, at least uh, have it when have it half home, half away, or something. Uh, half home jersey, half road jersey. Those are bad too. No, um, we, we at, do at, not advocate. At we least, at least like they would Aaron. be on the same team. Aaron, we um. do not push for those. <laughs> no, no, no. If you're listening, do not make those. Do not wear those. Never, ever. Those should be banished. <laughs> Anyways, I want to get you out on this note. Anything else you feel like mentioning or you appreciate being being over here, finally taking in for the first time? Anything else you can think of? I'm not too. I'm 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 still in a situation right now where it's still quite surreal to be here um, after so long. I didn't realize that we're looking right out the window and seeing the schedule painted up on the wall out there. I didn't realize it was immediately outside the arena. It's always. I've, oh yeah, you've yeah. seen the pictures I've probably yeah. posted. And the pacers have posted. Yeah. So I, I see right pic- I see pictures of individual bits of the, the the arena and the area and things like that. I have no idea how they all connect together beforehand. So to be here and see how see how it all works now is 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 really really good really really interesting for me to see um it's still surreal to be here after it it feels like i'm in my i'm in the tv sort of thing that um you stepped in and joined denary for a little bit got the tour you were in the gift shop earlier yeah purchasing some items what were your items that you had to come away with and take back home? Uh, I'll I'll be getting a few more tomorrow, but for now, <laughs> but for now, uh, we gotta have Eddie White hook you up with the employee discount. That, that would be good. That'll uh, save you thirty percent. I met I met Eddie briefly as well, um, so I've, I've I've met a load of people. But One of the best humans I've ever met. Eddie wanted to try and um, try and get um, get me on the post game show at one point, but, uh, but apparently some of the uh, they had some technical difficulties and things fell down, so so that didn't really come about. Uh, tomorrow, you got one more game. Uh, I'm, I'm, 
I'll, I'll check in with check in and see see what's happening on that front. But uh, but yeah, I know they had some issues where uh, Eddie had to run over to a different uh, different location to record something instead one 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 evening when we were planning on doing it. Okay. So, but um, but now that was bit, that's been good, and I, I've, I I had an interview on uh, on court with uh, JJ in the second quarter end of the Atlanta game. Okay. Uh, not on the side the court behind the basket with a. Uh, there's another guy who's over. Uh, Just I, talking about your experience here. Yeah. So there's another guy who's nice. over as well from Australia. He's come over and seen some seen some games too. So there's a couple <laughs> Chinese guys that have come over as well. Uh, I, I've I've uh, yeah I've met some people who um, where I'm staying in uh, a couple of Chinese guys and they were here yesterday wearing uh, one in a Paul George jersey one in a Paul George t-shirt but they I spoke to them and said how was it because they managed to get on the court um, at halftime yesterday with uh, for the the entertainment thing that was going on uh, oh Simon says Simon says yeah yes. so they managed to get on that and they, they were knocked out quite early on but um, <laughs> I asked them how that was and they, they I said it was it's pro- probably really nice for them to get on the court they said their primary reason for coming here was to see Jeremy Lin so um, oh so, and, so, and they missed out on that so too. they got they got unlucky as well but uh, luckily for them they're, they're based over in Chicago for college so they should get another chance at some point on that one yeah they can uh, just shoot down to the United Center and see him there Although those tickets are way more difficult to obtain. Okay. They're sold out every game. And so that's why when the Bulls come to town, you'll see a lot of red in the stands, for instance. Okay. Because they're way easier tickets to obtain. Yeah, it was a, it's been really different seeing uh, the, the teams that have come over and how many um, fans will be there for each team. So, I mean, for Atlanta, I didn't see many Atlanta fans around. Stuff they like don't that, have many fans at their home games because okay. they're all transplants. Okay. Everybody moves to Atlanta to work. Okay, you don't just grow up in Atlanta and live cool. there, is what they say. But uh, the Golden State game was was crazy. Um, I was surrounded by Golden State fans for that game, and the worst thing for me was seeing a guy with a Colts lanyard in his pocket with a uh, with a Golden State jersey on, and seeing kids with uh, with Golden State jerseys on and hickory hats on. Uh, yeah. And parents wearing Pacers hats and their kids wearing Golden State jerseys. I, it goes back to what we kind of opened this yeah. conversation about: is you see those players, football, American football, they got helmets on. Mm. You, you don't really know them. In NBA, their yeah. personalities, their brands, and so it's hard to fault the guy for liking the Pacers, but also really loving watching Steph Curry. Yeah, or really enjoy watching the game of Russell Westbrook. But when when they're against your team, they're against your team. And I agree with that yeah. for sure. Uh, it, like as as much as that, there are some players around the league that I really like. I like I like West. I think everyone likes Westbrook right now for at least the fact that he stayed in Oklahoma over nothing else. But if if Russell Westbrook's playing against the Pacers, then I don't care. I'm rooting for the Pacers every single time. So very good, Aaron. Man, appreciate you taking some time here on a uh, one of your 20 days or so here in town to Almost. visit with me. Yeah. Almost. So I mean, uh, I I head off on Monday, and uh, I don't know when I might be back. But it's uh, it's something I'd I'd like to come over again at some point, uh, maybe for a, uh, a a future playoff run. Did you get a St. Elmo's shrimp cocktail? I haven't been to St. Elmo's. Got to do that. Okay. Got to do that. It's twenty bucks, but you got to splurge. Okay. That's and if you want to really splurge, get the steak there too. It's the best food in town. Okay. So there you go. That's a, that could be a, a bucket list item for you before you take off. I've been passed. I've been passed. I know where it is. Yeah. I haven't been in. Yeah, just two blocks down. Appreciate it, Aaron. Thanks cool. so much for joining me here, and uh, hope you felt some of this Hoosier hospitality while you're in town. Yeah, it's been it's it's been a great trip. Good to visit with Aaron Emer of Bristol, England, making the thousand plus mile journey here to Indianapolis to to see what the Pacers are all about, to see what the Colts are all about, and 
finally experience it for the first time. Really enjoyed that conversation with Aaron. Listen to both new and archived episodes of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and more. Wherever you like to listen to your podcast, we have you covered. And while you're there, if you don't mind, especially on iTunes, please leave a review. And that will do it for this week's episode of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. I'll talk to you again next week. Next week.